1: Hello again. It is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week. And we are so glad that you have joined us. Aaron Evernham and Steve Post hanging out for one of our favorite times of the week. Aaron, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I am fantastic. Now, I want to talk a little bit about your journey, though. Yes. Your journey this past weekend looked spectacular.
2: It was a very special weekend. Um, you know, Ray and Jeff Borden got to compete in a Porsche Carrera Cup race. It's the first time they worked together since the the Rainbow since Warriors. They worked together, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it was really neat. I've never I've seen Ray and Jeff uh, at social events. I've seen them. You know, obviously for years they're still close friends. But to see them work together. It was really special. And then I think for our daughter to see it, she was there. Sure. And, like, Ray was excited. She got to see the interaction. And it was, it was a special event. They do a great job with this Porsche Carrera Cup. It was like this sports car together weekend they had. At, mm-hmm. at, they had a whole kids zone, and it wasn't crowded. It was, it was just really a neat experience. It was a, it was a very memorable weekend.
1: Yeah, Indianapolis is such a neat place. Just yeah. going there, yeah. just going to Indianapolis, even going to the city, even going to PRI, I and mean, you land at the airport, and there's Indy cars yeah, all over the yeah. airport. You know I me. Mean? Well,
2: and you'll appreciate this; it wasn't very busy, obviously. So they had the pagoda open because it's still a fancy Porsche event. So we get in the elevator. They didn't even check for like any credentials or anything walking in the pagoda, which is never never happens. Yeah. So we get in the elevator, and I'm with a few friends of Jeff's, and um, the girl who's operating the elevator says. I mentioned something about food, believe it or not. And she's like, well, on the fourth floor, they've got tacos and choros for dessert. On the fifth floor, she starts giving me the menu of every floor. So what did we do? In the 40-minute race, we sampled every floor. We did tried- <laughs> you really? Oh, my yeah.
1: gosh. That's yeah. awesome. It's a
2: pagoda, and you're allowed to go to any floor you wanted to. And there was food.
1: Wow. Yeah, we had
2: dessert on the fourth. We went with the choros for dessert. Uh, yeah, it That's was cool. funny. I went up to the eighth floor for some chicken and salad. It was Man. so I knew you'd appreciate the food yeah, part, no but doubt it was about just a a really neat weekend that, it, I, and I'm sure now it's not going to be their last. Sure, you get those two back together, and suddenly they oh, yeah, 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 gonna be yeah, they're going to be yeah.
1: We should go sprint car racing.
2: Well, Ray was like, "All right, so next year, how many races do you want to do?" And Jeff was like, "Oh my gosh, I I have a I have like responsibility now. I'm I'm like a big part of Hendrick Motorsports, and and I've got a family. And it was like, it was funny yeah, to watch him cool. like, oh no, I don't I don't know. I how can yeah. we work this out?
1: Yeah." It's just they, um, that's the thing I've always respected so much about Jeff Gordon is his just sheer passion mm-hmm. for the sport. Um, I'll never forget years ago. Kendra was probably co-hosting this, uh, and she was not available. We had John Bickford as the co-host, yeah. uh, Jeff's stepdad. Yep. And I said, so when are you guys getting in? This was when Tony was getting in the sprint car world and everything else. And I said, when are you getting in the sprint car world? And, and I forget the details on it. Bickford said, we would be two single men if we got into the sprint car world. <laughs> Because yeah. we would become so laser-focused on that. Yes. That our wives and our families and everyone else would disown. Oh,
2: yeah. John was there this weekend. And he can still, like, they'll talk about spring car races that they ran at East Bay a million years ago. Yeah. And he can tell me what torsion bars they had. Like, he, his memory yeah. and his passion for spring cars. But even Jeff, we were, he's a big part of that thermal, the, the big road right. course that's out in Palm Springs. And he had a few of his buddies uh, at the racetrack. And one of them, his name is Kyle Washington. And he races in the Porsche series. Well, Jeff was going on and on to him about, you need to come to Knoxville. We have got, <laughs> you have got to come see wing sprint cars. Have you ever seen them before? He went on and on this whole spiel about, about wing sprint cars. And you, you know that he, he means it. It's, it's 100% genuine.
1: Yeah, really is really, really neat. Um, I have had a really, really good run on the asphalt side. Um, North Wilkesboro mm. has been phenomenal. Um, we, you know, I mean, I understand this is a sprint car show, uh, but I also understand that we all understand that we're losing our tracks. Yeah, last week, Grandview looks like I 30. Um, I even heard a little bit about Devil's Bowl, you know, is they're just, um, we salvaged one, brought one back at North Wilkesboro, and Wednesday night, uh, again, another NASCAR superstar, and this is where. This is where passion, mm-hmm. this is where the divide needs, it, it's it's fun to rib each other asphalts for getting their dirts for racing to some degree, yeah. but passion for racing, you know, what Jeff Gordon, remember when he was partnering with Shane Stewart mm-hmm. on that car and the Kick It campaign that Kendra did and yep. everything else, what that is, Dale Earnhardt Jr., I mean, he just lit that place up, Um, and there was over 20,000 people there on Wednesday night, and then... And then, and, and I just, and, and I mentioned this on our Wing Nation show this week. Dale Jr. in a late model for the first time since 1996. The reason he didn't want to do it was because he respected the late models so much and did not want to embarrass and respected his legacy. He was like, those guys are so good yeah. that I don't want to embarrass myself. And what helped him get over the hurdle. One of the things that helped him is Chase Elliott going and run midgets and Alex Bowman running sprint cars. And he said, I see these guys get out of their comfort zone. And he said, and it's not even out of my comfort zone. It's something I haven't done since 1996. Yeah. Well, Junior rolls in there. Of course, sun drop number three car. Yeah. 50% of the people are wearing sun drop apparel. <laughs> I mean, it was just a zoo. Um, and he's running good. And they get to about the 100 lap marks, 125 lap race, and he's eight. And then he's seven. And then he's sixth. And then at one point, he gobbled two at a time. And it's like, oh, dear God. <laughs> the place is coming unglued. Yes. Two laps to go, caution, comes out, he's third. I am telling you, you want to talk about raucous. I mean, it. this place is coming. Now, his real driver in the Cars Tour is Carson Quaffle. Well, we see Carson out of Millbridge all the time. Yeah. If you want a name to write down for the future, mm-hmm. Carson Quaffle is that name. This kid, I saw him probably at eight years old running micros and box stocks out there. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. And everyone and I'm like, I don't know what I'm talking about. But then you talk to other people, guys like Brian Carburn, and people like that. Yeah. Like, man, that kid has got real talent. Well, Junior's got him in his program now. And Carson ended up winning that race. We could still be racing now, and they would not have caught Carson. Yeah. I mean, I never I sat there, I had my race pass on, and I watched Carson 125 laps. Every green flag lap keep the margin between eight tenths and one second the whole time. Wow. A was just masterful. But for junior and junior up finishing third, Mason Diaz, another great kid around here, finished in the second spot. But I am telling you, it was they called it the racetrack revival. Yeah. It was a revival. I am telling you, it was so cool. But it's just that passion for mm-hmm. racing. And um and and we've got another guy now, I don't think he's running sprint cars. Uh, but Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s, you know, everyone's got their plan now. Yeah. You know, everything from Smoke Johnson. You know, when Tony used to go racing to Smoke Johnson. Junior's deal is this. Me and my buddies with a pickup truck, a dually, and headed to a racetrack unannounced, roll in there, practice, qualify, race against the racers, pull the cooler out, drink beer after the race, and go home. And uh, But I just respect the passion, but I love... I love when all of the sports, like, I love that it's, that and and we've watched Alex Bowman all year long run sprint cars. That's part of the reason that Dale Jr. did what he did that helps revive North Wilkesboro Speedway. We're all in this together. We're all kind of a team here. We're all part of team racing. And, um, you know, had Alex and Chase and those guys not done it, Junior might not have been inclined to try yeah. it. And now he's got the bug. I mean, yeah. he's got bad now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Just like, well, yeah.
2: the same thing with this Porsche thing. I don't think Wait, that was the, the last, the last, last time they're race. And, and like yeah. you said, it brought a whole other contingency to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway this weekend because Jeff had a lot of fans there, and they were bringing in old 24 hoods and all yeah, sorts cool. of things for him to sign. But it was neat because you're bringing in a bunch of NASCAR fans to a sports car race, which they probably wouldn't have gone to. But it is enjoyable. It was a really neat experience. I've been to a couple of different
1: Trans Am races. It's It's totally different. Very different. But I've enjoyed it so much. Mm -hmm. I went to VIR and just walked the course while they were racing. No idea. I knew a couple of the guys, but, I mean, just walked the course and just sit down on a picnic table and watch them for two or three laps come through the S's and everything. And it's like, man, that was a heck of a day. Heck of a day, that's for sure. Uh, Let's get into our Heftor Racing Products hot topic. Heck of a day for sure. We're going to start a little different this time because an event that, And it's just the reality of my life, my world, is this thing's never going to happen um, because of the schedule, the way it is now. But a bucket list event that I've always wanted to go to, the IMCA Race Mm -hmm. Saver Nationals Eagle, Nebraska, 305 Sprint Cars. I love the 305 Sprint Car Racers. I see them at Attica. I see them at Pennsylvania. They race here locally. I'm hoping to get to one of their races in October. Um, I really do, and I respect the model that they've put together with this thing to keep it as affordable as possible. So they have their nationals at Eagle Raceway on Darlington weekend. And See that? I haven't yeah. said it. Labor Day weekend. No, it's on Darlington weekend. <laughs> there are weekends where, where, where I can choose to take off from NASCAR. There are weekends where uh, I don't want to take off. And then there's other weekends where it's strongly we, we need to be on board. The Southern 500 at Darlington yeah. to kick off the playoffs, as long as I'm doing this with MRN, I will be there. Yes. And I'm not complaining about it, because I love Darlington. I yeah. love Darlington. I mean, it's just, we need to race there four times. I mean, it's just like, yeah, I mean, it's just, I love it. So this race is won, and, and every once in a while, someone will say, you got to do it. I, I actually said, that's a bucket list event, and they're like, well, we can make it happen. I said, I know you can make it happen, and I can buy a plane ticket and get there, but as long as the schedule yeah. is what it is, I'm it's 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 a bucket list race right now that's 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 not attainable. Now years down the road, things change, maybe it is, but um ninety-one cars oh. for the three days or oh, a, th- a four day show. Race of champions, Jake Bubeck won the race of champions on Thursday night. Friday night, John Carney, and we've had John Carney mm-hmm. on the show. Uh he won Friday night, Tyler Druckey won on Saturday. I think we've had Tyler on the show as well. And then back over Drookie and Carney on Sunday for the big one. And uh, I just, I, I, I love what 305 sprint car racing is. Um, mm-hmm. I disagree with some of the folks that run it. Some of the folks that run it say it's the biggest sprint car event of the year. It's not. Um, it's, you know, you, you're, you get over yourself. Now, and, and a lot of times this was, a lot of times this was on the basis of they would have 120 cars and Knoxville would have 100 cars. Okay. Yeah,
2: what about the fans? What about the exactly. so yeah, exactly. you're
1: not. Um, there, and that's just a few people that take it a little bit more serious than it is. There are so many good racers yes. that run three or five sprint cars, and I love that they have an event like this, a nationals event like this, that they can they can they can race against each other yes. from all over the country. And uh, Jake Buback picked up the win, so really really cool. The Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals World of Outlaw and Off Energy Drink Sprint Cars Friday Night Logan Schuhart Saturday or Thursday Night Logan Schuhart. Sheldon Shield and David Gravel, twenty six thousand. If you would have asked me before I was reading the notes, how many wins David Gravel has in World of Outlaws, I, I would not say seventy five.
2: I wouldn't have either. I, I actually was looking at our notes before the show and thought, wow, seventy five.
1: But he's been piling them up. Yeah, he really, he's been yes. piling them up. That's, I remember the it's first one at Talladega to have Short Track. I the, wins yeah, already. I remember the first one outlaws. at Talladega Short Track. Yeah, and the eighty nine um, car. Yep, uh, Gravel, Sweet, the um, This point battle. Here's everyone's problem with this point battle. Carson goes out and wins one, then David goes out and wins one, then Sheldon goes out and wins one, and Donnie goes out and wins one, and Brad is on the podium
2: every, every
1: time. You you and and the problem of it is 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 that well oh, no they, they 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 beat Brad yeah but a different one beat Brad tonight than beat Brad last night and so you gain on him Friday night and you give it all back Saturday night. Yep. Brad is just so good right now. So consistent. So consistent. And, and I know they're, they're frustrated, maybe it's not the right word, that they're not getting the wins, but he is. They're going to have to pack a launch if they're yeah. going to take this championship from him. I agree. Now I'm not, you know, so really cool. And how about this Robbie Price in the Jason Sides number 7S at his home track up there at Skagit, a fifth place finish. Saturday night. And he actually had a fifth place at Red River Valley That's last nice week. It's nice to see. Yeah. It's good to see for Jason. It's good to see mm-hmm. for Robbie. He's a great young guy. I spent some time at Houston's with his dad. Man, what wonderful people. Oh, my gosh, what wonderful people. Robbie's actually part of the whole thing where I got over to Shark uh, Engines, over to Mark and Shark Engines and did the salmon did. Uh, bake there <laughs> when I went up to Skagit. So Robbie was all part of that mess still. Um, I, just, I just think that there's so many good people, and I was so happy to see Robbie Price Finished fifth there on Saturday night. Tezos, All-Star Circuit of Champions, Sharon nationals. Uh, Brett Marks picked up the win on Friday. I love that Cap Henry mm-hmm. picked up the win Thank on Saturday at $12,000. Mark Gobmeyer, that rascal, uh, winner on Friday night at River Cities. And Sunday night at Houston, we're going to talk to Mark, uh, old Dynamite. Scotty Thiel picked up two wins, IRA at Dodge County and the Plymouth Dirt Track. Um. Let's see, World of Outlaws, last night at Grace Harbor was Carson Macedo. Ceilings Grove, Brian Brown goes in there and whips him and then just gets on the microphone and tears right into Danny Dietrich, and well, you're going to have to Google and look <laughs> around for it. And uh, in a further story, uh, Brian was last seen selling T-shirts at his T-shirt. Yeah, Walmart. exactly. Um, I, I'm convinced now that it's not Pennsylvania drivers, it's when you cross into Pennsylvania that you get that chip on the shoulder. <laughs> And there's a whole lot of racers in the next month that are going to have to cross into Pennsylvania. We are in. There is a lot of drama. Oh, there yeah. is a lot of angst in central Pennsylvania right <laughs> there now. There really is. And there's a lot of money in the next month going to be doled out up yep. there. There is there. It is it is it is bonkers up there. And here's the difference. There's been years recently where the posse might be a step here compared to the outlaws. I am not sure that the posse is not toe-to-toe with the outlaws when they roll back in there again. Um, I tell you, you can make a case for Brent Marks. You can make a case for Lance DeWeese. You can make a case for Danny Dietrich. You can make a case at Port Royal for Logan Wagner. Wagner. You can make a case for Anthony Macri. You can make a case for this one. You can make a case for Freddie Raymer. You can make a case for a lot of these guys. I think we are in for a treat this next month in central Pennsylvania. I agree. And a treat racing-wise.
2: Drama, drama wise,
1: I think it's. I mean, you know, Rick, they're they're nuts. I'm going up there in a couple weeks just to, just to just to be a part of just it. to be part of it. I want to. i might not I might even. I might even hang out with my buddy Fred and see if we want to fight somebody and oh, just boy. stand there behind him and watch. Get you the know? video camera. Take out. a video camera. I'll be. I'll be like David Gravel running up to it there. Um, <laughs> I and it's just it's passion. It's just it's it's. Bonkers. I mean, they've lost their minds up in that state. And Brownie travels over there, and boom! Instantly, he's lost his too. Uh, so it is. It's fantastic. Poor old Devin Borden. We're going to talk to Devin here in just a moment with that new Shuttlesworth team. Uh, Lincoln Freddie Raymer clinched the track championship. Williams Grove. Here's a shocker. Lance Deweese won Williams Grove. It was the Joe Harsh tribute race. Lance used to drive for him, yep. so 107th win. <laughs> That's up there. And uh, the Attica, this is a great story. We're going to get into this. Um, Tim Schaefer picked up the win on Friday night, and uh, Corey Eliason picked up the win on Saturday night. Tim Schaefer, what a tr- oh, that Trevor Baker tribute. Car. We'll neat. talk about that as well. So that's what we're going to do. We have got uh, Devin Borden, Tim Schaefer, and Mark Dobmeyer coming up on the show. Before we get to that, I want to remind you that HRP Wings, the original reset, a recessed rivet wing manufacturer, they use wind tunnel and track performance testing to outpace in design, innovation and functionality.
2: And they're not only for sprint cars but lightning sprints, micros and junior sprints and they can ship across the world and can be economically ground shipped to your
0: door.
1: There we go, www.hrpracing.com, that's hrpracing.com. Stay with us, Devin Borden, he joins us on the Sage Fruit Hotline next. Sage Fruit is a premium grower, packer, and shipper of Washington tree fruit. Apples, pears, and cherries, and it's always an exceptional eating experience, and they're grown in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Not only is their produce healthy, but they are grown with such care and precision that you can count on each piece of fruit having exceptional flavor. High quality fruit, exceptional flavor, healthy snacking. Make sure when you go to your local grocery store, ask for Sage Fruit. Sage Fruit, it's our first choice for quick and easy snacking.
3: Dirt Empire Magazine is the ultimate dirt track racing only magazine in the world. Featuring interviews, opinions, event photos, tech, and 100% racing action. Each issue includes late models, modified sprint cars, and more. Big event photos from the best photographers in the sport. And great one-on-one interviews with the top drivers as well as grassroots racers. Pick up a copy of Dirt Empire Magazine today at select tractor supply stores or other area retailers. Or get your subscription today at DirtEmpireMagazine.com.
4: Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength.
1: Presented by Hercules Tires. Let's go to the Sage Fruit Hotline. Kicking off Fair Week in grand fashion on Saturday night up at Port Royal Speedway. That new Shuttlesworth team. Devin Borden picked up the win and he joins us on the Sage Fruit Hotline. Hello, Devin. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys doing? We are doing well. We are doing very, very well. Um, it has to feel good with your new race team. You guys have been together for a month or so. Has to feel good to 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 get a win for Jim, to get a win for the whole crew, to get a win for yourself. That had to be pretty big for you guys on Saturday night.
5: Yeah, it definitely was. You know, this whole deal just came together. Uh, you know, like you said, said a m- month or so, two ago. Um, so it's just awesome to get a win. You know, pr- pretty early being together. And, uh, you know, it's just it's just really awesome. And, you know, I'm just very blessed uh, to have this whole opportunity.
2: Absolutely. And it wasn't just a win. You dominated. You lapped up to sixth place and you won by over five seconds. Uh, is it something you guys hit on the Stars Align? I mean, your heat race was fantastic as well.
5: Yeah, no, I mean, my guys just gave me a really, really great race car. And, you know, that, that's a huge part of it is just, you know, having a good, stable, uh, solid car that, you know, gets into the racetrack and drives and um you know my guys really nailed it and um yeah i mean we were just really fast uh you know it was i I felt like we were just a slot car out there you know just just really stuck and um still rotating and you know just always moving forward so um yeah you know we just had a really fast race car
1: What's the pressure like when you have a car like that? Like a lot of times we talk to guys that spend the whole race being a wrestling match. What's the pressure like then when you're, when you're, when your car is that good?
5: I mean, you, you know, you got the car to beat, so, uh, you know, you just have to hit your marks and yeah. um, not make any mistakes and not drive over your head and, or, you know, get too excited and, um, you know, do anything stupid. So it's just uh it's just a matter of trying to stay calm and, um, you know, picking the right moves.
2: Absolutely. Devin, it seems like you guys have just really hit it off with this new team. What is it like to have the confidence of knowing when you, you unload, when you get to a, a racetrack, that you're going to be fast, you're going to have a good car underneath you? How important is that confidence?
5: Oh, I mean, it's huge. I mean, I think just about any race car driver would tell you that, you know, when you know that everything is 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 right and everything is is, you know, good and, and, and exactly how you want it, you know, that that gives you more confidence and that just leads to better results. So, um, you know, uh, confidence is, is a big deal in and sprint car racing and, you know, just racing in, in general. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's everything.
1: What is what? Is, what are the characteristics that you've learned working with Jim and the guys there? What types of things um, have have you learned from him that 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 make you really happy? That you, you're in his camp or he's in your camp?
5: Um, you know, I mean, I'm uh, you know, we're at the shop every day together, so he's mm. definitely teaching me a lot about the cars and, um, you know, what to do, what not to do, and, um, you know, really just giving the race car what it needs and. Um, you know, so I'm learning a lot, um, on that aspect of things. And I'm also just learning, um, you know, even driving wise, you know, he's, he's really, uh, coaching me and, uh, you know, trying to make me better. So it's just, you know, a combination of lots of things that, um, you know, base that, you know, really help, help to, uh, you know, our, our success.
2: Devin, you mentioned getting the monkey off your back getting in in victory lane. Uh, talk about what you meant by that. You've had a strong season. I know you were in a different car earlier in the year, but had some wins. Where do you mean by getting that monkey off your back?
5: Yeah, I mean, like I, you know, I won a uh, uh, few months ago at the Grove in the twenty seven car, uh, but I, and you know, we've had some really strong runs since then. It's just, um, I feel like I've I've been struggling to to you know park it in victory lane. Um, it's just been a few months since I've done that. And you know that's that's what I mean more than anything. Um, you know, sometimes it's just getting a, a, a big win like that. You know, really means a lot, and um, you know, can can really transition everything to being better.
1: Well, you you get a good win at Poor Royal, you kick off Fair Week, yeah. and there's not a better month to pick up speed and get a little momentum in Pennsylvania. Man, there is a lot of money. There are a lot of sprint cars headed that way over the next month. That has gotta be very comforting to you to 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 seem to be hitting your stride right about this time of the year.
5: yeah, no, absolutely there's yeah, like you said, there's a lot of money coming up I mean this weekend, you know we got the test score of fifty for I think it's fifty five thousand to win and um there's a lot of big races coming up, so yeah, I mean, if we can just keep keep it going and uh you know uh keep our speed up and you know me making the right decisions in the car and you know i think that we're definitely going to be a contender um to win some of these big shows
2: that's awesome talk about the paint scheme on that car I've, i it looks like one of the nicer looking cars yeah. that i've seen I, I love the combination is that something you had any part of or was that just a team decision
5: um no more so just a team decision mm-hmm. like we actually have two designs right now we got mm-hmm. the we got like a red red and blue car and then we would it's mainly red and then we got Um, which we just busted out like two weeks ago is our full blue car. And that's actually what we ran at Port Royal um, where where we got the win. So, yeah, we got two different designs now. And um, the blue car was, um, you know, one of our sponsors, Mountain Ridge Metals. Uh, It was kind of of for him. And, uh, you know, I think it's pretty cool, so.
1: I'm sure he does too. That looks good on the front stretch podium, in right victory there. Victory lane. You've got 50. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that they never look bad in victory no. lane. They they always look good in victory lane. Devin, you have got Absolutely. 50 laps Saturday night at Port Royal. Have you thought about it? Have you and Jim talked about it? It is such a unique race. What's 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 your? I mean, and you got a lot of racing to do before we get to that. I understand that getting locked in and everything else. But how how do you prepare for 50 laps at Port Royal and, and 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 what's your what's your what's your approach to that?
5: Um, yeah, I mean, me and Jim and and John and uh, you know, Kelly, my my car owners, they've they, you know, we've all talked about it a lot, and obviously, a big part of it is, um, you know, just saving your tires and not getting too ramped up in the beginning, so that you know you have something at the end, because that's where it seems like you know a lot of those races are won, you know, in the last ten laps or so, because the guys that save their tires and, um, you know, just keep, keep, you know, keep a steady pace in the beginning um, usually seem to prevail at the end. So that's, that's been the biggest thing. And, um, you know, we've been talking over some different strategies and stuff, Um, but, you know, that's that's the biggest thing. And, um, you know, 50 laps is also a lot, you know, physically for a driver. So, um, you know, I take my, my physical fitness very seriously. I'm, you know, I'm running every day and, in the gym and uh, making sure that I'm, you know, the best that I can be.
2: When you have a track, like, like you did this past weekend at Port Royal slick to the top, how hard is it to do to manage your tires? Like you're talking about to not overdrive it, but to keep pace.
5: Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of it is just having a, a good race car, especially at a place like that, where you know, you're just running it against a fence, you know, it's, it's a fine line between um, you know, Blowing your tires off and and not running it hard enough because you know that's where you got to be, um and and running it really hard against the fence to you know obviously create speed but I think the biggest thing is you know coming off of the corners um and down the down the down the straightaways is where you really got to save your tires, um you know like what I found myself doing quite a bit there was you know I I drive into the corner wide open and through the center but then from center off, um you know I'm that's where I'm really backing out to keep my tires underneath me and making sure that I'm moving forward the whole time. So I think that's the biggest key to it.
1: Hmm. Fascinating (laughs) stuff. That's for sure. Devin, your story fascinates me because you're a young man that decided uh, you were going to move East to Pennsylvania uh, you came in, you came in, you got this fancy nickname of the daredevil. Everyone loves you. You get a ride with Mike Hefner's car and everything else, and then you end up here. Um, what's what's it been like? I mean, as a as a as a kid going in dropping into central Pennsylvania of all places, what's that been like as you watch it now and you you get a little bit get a little bit of time under your belt there?
5: Oh, I mean it's definitely I guess you could say it's all happened fast for me. I mean, just a year ago. I was just graduating high school. I think I graduated high school on a Saturday and on a Tuesday I was on a plane to uh drive my nurse twenty seven here in Pennsylvania. I kinda of make my um debut, um, not really expecting it to be any kind of a full time deal. And uh, you know, I I came in for three races and um I guess I did good enough that uh I was able to, you know, get get the full time ride and you know, I I did that for, you know, the last year and um you know that that was a great deal and i wish nothing but the best for all those guys going forward um but you know like a you know this last month or two you know i got i had an opportunity to get in this 23 car um with jim shuttlesworth and john Stamen and um you know all these guys and um i it's just kind of a deal i couldn't pass up but um it's all been pretty crazy i mean i definitely wasn't expecting to be here and and such prestigious and uh, you know awesome ride in such a short amount of time, you know, like I always knew that this is what I was going to do with my life. And, um, you know, was to try and become the best sprint car driver in the world. Um, I know I'm nowhere near there yet, but I feel like, uh, you know, I definitely have some, some good opportunities to uh, be able to achieve that.
1: Wow. That's phenomenal. All right. Before the break, before we dialed you up, Aaron and I were talking about Pennsylvania drama. Okay. Everybody hates everybody. Up there. Okay. I mean, Brian Brown gets out in victory lane and just starts cussing out Danny Dietrich and he won and he's the winner. Okay. Are, are you mad at anybody or is anybody mad at you that you're aware of?
5: Uh, I mean, I, I just try to keep it, you know, I, I don't try to make any enemies at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm cool to anyone who wants to come and talk to me. And um, you you know, you definitely have people who want, who want to run their mouths and, um, you know, start drama, but I just try to stay out of it. Um, I feel like for the most part, people like me, you know, drivers and and people like me, but, you know, you you do have a few guys that don't, and that's just all part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But for the most part, I feel like, you know, I'm not, I'm not uh, hated at least here. Um, I feel like for the most part, you know, I I get along with with just about everyone. Um, But you do have those few guys that just have it out for you, and that's just all part of
1: it. Yeah. No, no doubt. It's fascinating stuff. There's a lot of drama up there. So I'm gonna tell you the winning strategy for Saturday night. There's a blue car, number sixty nine K. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Just follow him for about the first forty laps. Mm -hmm. And then one thing he does he doesn't he's not a daredevil. Then you are a daredevil. <laughs> yeah. You go daredevil on him, and I don't think he might he might not go daredevil back on you. I think that's your best shot. Yeah, <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah that's that's definitely very true. I mean, you know, like we just talked about, saving your tires and staying calm mm. is, is key and um you know, he seems to be the best at that. So yeah. um I think that is a good strategy. Just try to follow him and keep pace with him and um, you know, not not get too worked up.
1: and then just go full out daredevil the last five laps
4: full out daredevil
1: daredevil the last five laps and hang on baby hang on and get ready Uh, now that we got this figured out we got driving
2: strategy from the postman
1: strategy from me thus far in my career I have driven zero races so take that what it's worth right there Devin take that for what it's worth Uh, yep Yep. awesome yeah All
5: right. well maybe I'll have to try and use that strategy there we go we'll see what
1: happens with it Devin we're appreciate the time congratulations on the success what a treat to get a chance to talk with you here on wing nation and we'll be following along all week and all month we'll see you in a few weeks i'm coming up there in a little bit but uh we look forward to watching your race this weekend at the tusky 50 thanks again yeah thanks for having me on there we go devin borden joining us isn't that cool yeah very cool see what i like about this is we're gonna <clears throat> we're gonna up tim schaefer here in a second I'm going to take a break and then dial up Tim. But what I like about this is, is that you go to Pennsylvania and you get a three-race three, ri- three race deal with Mike Hefner, which you parlay into a year. Yeah. And conventional wisdom is that that's where you want to be. Sometimes what you want to be doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Remember, Lance DeWeese was in Mike Hefner's car, yeah. and it was, it was yeah. I mean, then some guy named Hodnett got in, uh, Pittman got in that car. And then Hodad got in that car, so it's a combination deal, and here's the thing, and i think I think Devin's right, I think you know, and especially with uh if 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 darren's going to drive that twenty seven some more this year yeah. this is we've got a great number twenty three car with shuttles worth, but that twenty seven car gets back to where it was at too, yeah. and is this not an ill reflection on anybody. It's just that sometimes things work and sometimes yeah, they don't for sure, and man, it's good stuff, that's for sure. Speaking of good stuff, we're going to step away. When we come back, we're going to allow Equipa on everybody. <laughs> Tim Schaefer, he joins us next. Just like racing
2: components, Aggressive Hydraulics purpose-builds hydraulic cylinders to perform for customer-specific applications. They design and manufacture mobile-style single-stage cylinders as well as multi-stage telescopic cylinders. It's a no-one-size-fits-all approach with Aggressive Hydraulics. Hydraulic solutions for virtually every industry that uses hydraulic cylinders. They proudly design and manufacture all cylinders in the United States. Check out the video of their story at aggressivehydraulics.com.
1: Sagefruit is a premium grower, packer, and shipper of Washington tree fruit. Apples, pears, and cherries, and it's always an exceptional eating experience, and they're grown in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Not only is their produce healthy, but they are grown with such care and precision that you can count on each piece of fruit having exceptional flavor. High quality fruit, exceptional flavor, healthy snacking. Make sure when you go to your local grocery store, ask for sage fruit. Sage fruit, it's our first choice for quick and easy snacking. Circle B Diecast is the new diecast outlet from Plan B sales. What started as a Lionel and Chase Authentics apparel distributor has grown into the largest distributor of diecast and now includes Auto World, Greenlight Collectibles, Brand Art, Sam Bass Artwork, and University of Racing Lines. They have a huge inventory. The folks at Circle B Diecast love racing, and they support drivers like Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Christopher Bell, and many others with sponsorships and partnerships. On orders of $20 or more, use promo code MRN for free shipping. You can check them out at www.circlebediecast.com. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires, and we are going to the Sage Fruit Outline to talk to one of my favorites. Man, (laughs) I'll tell you what, and when I see this guy smiling face in victory lane, it makes my life better. Mm -hmm. We saw that Friday night at Attica, kicking off the Attica Ambush. Drives for Pete Grove, or uh, drives for Brian Grove, that is. Uh, Traditionally the number 28 team. Tim Schaefer joins us. Hello, Tim. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Good. First question, everything good, everything calm, everything peaceful in Aliquippa, Pennsylvania today? <laughs> yeah, so far, it's not too bad. So far, not too bad. Tim, um, getting that win on um, Friday night at um, at Attica, um, the, the story is this. I'll lay the story out so that we, we can get into it. Uh, it was a tribute to number 45 Trevor Baker. Trevor lost his life in a vehicle crash at Florida recently. And so Brian Grove, your team owner, said, "Let's slap a 45 on this thing. Let's put the paint scheme on it and go race Attica." You guys not only did that; you actually had to put it on the cushion a little bit, where uh, where uh, where Trevor likes to race, and you parked it on the front stretch. Uh, Tim, you 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 win a lot of races over the course of your time. That had to be pretty neat, though, to stand there on the front stretch with that 45 car.
6: Uh, it was really it was awesome. Uh, you know, I knew Trevor a little bit, but uh, Brian knew him very really well. I mean, that was Brian's number before and you know trevor's bought the car off to of him um you know a while back and kept the number with it and um uh, um just uh you know in like beginning of the race you know, i ran the top pretty hard and that's you know trevor was like running on the edge up there and i felt like he was riding with me
2: that's awesome tim you mentioned uh in the in the race or interview after the race that during a caution you you I, I forget what exactly you said but knew that you had to get through lap cars pretty quickly um you messed with the wing or something what is a what was that like for you? I mean, you, you've been around the sport a long time, but when you're leading the race, uh, obviously it's hard to judge how quickly you need to get through. What, what was going through your mind during that?
6: Well, it, yeah, I went to I got to a couple cars, and then I got where I couldn't pass uh, another car, and I'm like, you know, things are, you know, they're going to be coming. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just uh, you, know, you got to do something different and and basically the yellow did save me, but I did move around beforehand. Um, when the yellow come out, you know, i looked up and I'm like, man, I ain't keeping up with the wings. So, you know, I rolled it back about four inches and then, uh, ran basically the middle of a racetrack. And it seemed like from the guys running the bottom would throw up the, the loose stuff in the middle of the track, which was a little bit wet, you know, and with the wing back, it really, it really blocked the choir down and, um, then I was able to move around, too. You know, I wasn't committed one lap. And um, I didn't feel no big breathing down my neck no more. You know, there, for a while, I could start seeing 25. He got under me a couple of times, and uh, I knew I had to make a change. And like I said, the yellow coming out, you know, did help. You know, in clean air. I was able to get the wing back. You know, this kind of, you know, it's one of the nights everything falls in your lap.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's gotta be, you're out there racing. It's gotta be, it's gotta be nice in that instance to kind of have a reset, to kind of rethink things and, and and reassess things. So that seems like it worked, worked to your favor as far as that goes. Um, Tim, when we look at it, um, not racing sprint cars as much, uh, but your last four races you won at, um, Tri-City fourth place finish you won on friday night at attica and you finished second in the uh saturday night portion of it. it it looks like when you guys do race with that team you guys uh recently have had pretty good speed
6: you know there's no doubt and you know we struggled there beginning of the year um you know the plan was to run the all-stars and we got to a point where we're barely making shows running b mains, and when you do make it you run 19th you know and it uh the cost there, everything this wasn't making sense to do it anymore and um uh, you know, and I kind of got caught up running my late model more so um, than I thought I was going to, and that kind of been working out pretty good too. So I was really concentrating on that a lot. To learn it, you know, like I've run it in the past, but it's been like once or twice a year, maybe three times a year. and It kind of it was an opportunity to, to, to run it like every weekend and actually got going in it pretty good too. So, you know, you get to the point – you know, what do you do? You know, well, I'm spending money with a late model. I'm making money with a sprint car. So I need to get my ass back in a car and, uh, and, and try to, you know, generate some money. And which we have, like you said, in the past, um, it just feels so good again. Um, they're really getting the car really c- comfortable for me. And I'll tell you, like at Attica both nights felt that's the best I felt in the car for about five, six years. And Just amazing, like they had that feel again, and I drove it like that too. You can tell, you know. I felt very comfortable in it, and boy, it make it makes racing fun again too. And basically, that racing that late model this year kind of made me realize, you know, what you know, you need to have fun racing, and you know, like beginning year in sprint cars, it wasn't, and then the late model build made it fun again. But I think a lot I learned from that. I've been going fast in the sprint car now, you know, now you get to the point where oh, we need to race that every night, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> but, uh, but it, it's, a, it's a big change back and forth, jumping back and forth, you know, and it's just a crate six or four late model. So it's not have the power about getting your car right to rotate itself. And uh, that's been fun for me because it was all different and there was a bunch of new things to learn and, and then it's showing that I'm doing the right thing. So that's, you know, that's why it's been so fun.
2: Mm. Tim, it's really neat to, to hear you say that. You know, you, you talk about starting the year, going to run the full all-star tour, the pressure of it, not making races, finishing uh, in the back of the field, and then going and have some fun and doing your late model thing and getting back to a place where you, where you find racing fun. Do you think that it, that is part of the success this past weekend, or do you think it's just a combination of even the team, maybe not? You know, what do you think? Or is it something, I, I know you said it's just a 604 crate late model, but is, is there something that you learned from that?
6: There's no doubt, you know, a lot of things cross over in racing, period. Um, um, I found out, like, the late model stuff, you know, they, they go to the extra mile on everything. Where I think the, the sprint car people are more kind of crude, you know, to be honest with you. They they set up with blocks, and you drop on a the ground and go race. Well, I mean, you do bump steer and caster and camber, and, and scale it and do right heights. And I mean, they grind tires and it just goes on and on how much more they do than the sprint car road. And, you know, like Brian, I I got him grinding tires in this past weekend. He did it all night and he goes, man, does that make a difference? And it's just little things, you know, that's just part of it, but little things of the whole team working together and, you know, wanting to win. It's a big deal and I think we all, you know, wanted it with you know, doing a deal for Trevor and and just kind of like everything fell together that night too. It was kind of weird. Um but man, it made it fun and you know, and we were very successful.
1: Man, I'm so pumped up. I'm so pumped up to hear that. I really am. Uh, what's the uh the next couple of weeks? What's the what's the plan here for you? Uh sprint cars, late models, a little of both? What do you got going on?
6: Yeah, a little of both, really. Um, Um this October first and thirty first is our Pittsburgh race. It's the big race at Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. And I'm trying to gunning up for that weekend. Um, The rush, everybody's going to be there. Uh, I've been two three tenths off the quick cars. Um, I have this Saturday. I'm going to go run it, and I've got a few more things to try and learn to make me better there. But uh, I think Friday we're going to run. Sounds like we're running Attica Friday. we our last race. Um, and then Saturday, I'd run a late mile. And then Sunday, there's a race up to Knox PA, Sportsman Speedway. Uh, I just talked to Brian earlier this morning, and that's the plan for right now.
1: Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. Tim, I cannot wait to see your smiling face in victory lane again. And it sounds like the way things are going, it's, we're, we're not going to have to wait that long for it. Let's hope. That's for sure. We appreciate you joining us here on uh, Wing Nation, and we'll catch up with you down the road. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it, guys. There we go. Tim Schaefer feeling better in a race car than maybe he has in five years.
2: I love it. Just such a good person. He really is. He just
1: really he is. is. I mean, and just a like and if he's feeling good in a race car, boy, oh boy. I mean, I think I think it's neat. I think that's neat. And I, and I like what I see here. Attica, Knox, Pennsylvania. Pick and choose your battles. Yeah. You know, I don't know necessarily that Brian Grove and Tim necessarily need to be doing Tusky 50 and 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 uh, maybe Dirt Classic because it's a shorter track, but maybe not the national. Yeah. But you start picking and choosing those battles and get a little keeping momentum on your side. Keeping it fun. Schaefer, keeping it fun. <laughs> Imagine that. No. Aliquippa all over yourself. Hey, we need to step away when we come back. Oh, Dynamite's going to, let's see. So we've had... We've, we've had uh, Daredevil, Outlaw. Daredevil, Outlaw coming up, Dynamite. He joins us next.
4: Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain. And we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength.
3: Dirt Empire Magazine is the ultimate dirt track racing only magazine in the world. Featuring interviews, opinions, event photos, tech, and 100% racing action. Each issue includes late models, modified sprint cars, and more. Big event photos from the best photographers in the sport. And great one-on-one interviews with the top drivers as well as grassroots racers. Pick up a copy of Dirt Empire Magazine today at select tractor supply stores or other area retailers. Or get your subscription today at DirtEmpireMagazine.com.
1: Sage Fruit is a premium grower, packer, and shipper of Washington tree fruit. Apples, pears, and cherries, and it's always an exceptional eating experience, and they're grown in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Not only is their produce healthy, but they're grown with such care and precision that you can count on each piece of fruit having exceptional flavor. High quality fruit, exceptional flavor, healthy snacking. Make sure when you go to your local grocery store, ask for Sage Fruit. Sage Fruit, it's our first choice for quick and easy snacking. Man, oh man, Aaron, we are living right today. Okay, we got to talk to Devin Borden and uh what a treat to talk to that young yeah. man. And then we got to talk to Tim Schaefer. It is always good to talk to Tim Schaefer. Good. And he told us he felt better in a sprint car than he has in five years, which I'm sitting there, if I'm sitting in Western Pennsylvania or Ohio, and say, "Oh crap! Here we go. We got to deal with it." Maybe we thought this guy was done. Now look at him. Now, in late models out there with a six or four late model, and then we look up into the Upper Midwest, and a guy that's standing, smiling in Victory Lane every time we open up the uh, open up the internet is our man Mark Dodmeyer, Dynamite, and he joins us on the Sage Fruit Hotline. Hello, Mark. How are you? I'm doing just fine. How about yourself? We are well. We are well. Picked up the win at Houston's. Picked up the win at River Cities. <laughs> Uh, looks like you've got that uh, Buffalo Wild Wings car tuned up pretty good at this point.
7: Yeah, we've been uh, been working hard on it all year, and it seems like we finally got some uh, stuff going, and we're just yelling a lot better. And uh, yeah, two strong uh, two strong victories, and then the uh, the other one we didn't didn't do too shabby. We started 14th and got up to fourth, so we uh, had a good solid weekend. Finally,
2: yeah, you've definitely been on a roll. If I'm correct, it was your 70th win at Well Mark, when you look <laughs> at that uh, that that stat, you know. What what do you what does that make you think? I mean, it's got to be you have to be proud of that accomplishment. But it seems like goodness, I was just racing with you, and it was that was actually a long time ago now. But it's really impressive when you look at just one facility. I don't even know how many you have at River Cities. It has to be probably close at this rate. But when you look at your career as a whole, how how much does that mean to you to have that many wins at Houston?
7: You know, it's it's kind of crazy. You don't you never I never really look at that stuff. I just I just go race to race, and obviously they're going for as many wins as they have. But then when you sit back and somebody says that you know you got 70 wins at a track it's it's just kind of uh kind of surreal actually makes you feel old to be honest <laughs> I hear, you. I hear you. but uh yeah it's uh it's crazy you know i don't like i said i don't keep track day to day but uh, over time it definitely adds up and you just try it try to focus on it each race every time and and uh do the best you can and over over the years i guess they tend to stack up so i don't know where we're at river cities i think it's 100 and some up there but yeah it's uh it's get, getting up there it's uh It feels great to have that many wins under your belt.
1: Well, it's got to feel great to have that many wins, but it's still got to feel good to be knocking them out now. At this point, when I look at your season (laughs) mark, um, I think this was the sixth win. But when I look at it, your first win didn't come to July first. So, uh, did you? Have you? 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 You obviously got the car rolling since then. But um, you know, have you hit on some things? Was there anything big? Was there small things? Just getting the rhythm of it. What's 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 got you so you're you're a front runner all the time now?
7: Yeah, I, you know, I really can't put it together exactly what it is. We've been uh, been running strong. You know, it's my first full time year back after the big injury, and uh, we've, uh, you know, when I sat out for that for that year, we got all kinds of ideas and whatnot. You know, working with different people, so you get uh, you get people's different spins on it, and uh, we had a whole bunch of list of stuff we wanted to try, and and uh, we went through a bunch of it, and some of it worked, some of it didn't, and we tried mixing it all together, and. And I think we're just finally getting to the right recipe, and uh, got all the rust burned off this driver that sat around for a year, and we're finally getting back to uh, where we need to be, and putting some wins on the board.
2: Mark, you talk about all the ideas and things you wanted to try with the car when you had that that time off and your recovery, but but the mental side of it. Do you see yourself? Obviously, you're still racking up wins, but do you do you feel that like you're any different as a driver?
7: Um, I don't feel I feel the exact same in the car now. I mean, obviously, I'm still. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to be 100 percent exactly where I was before. Uh, physically, but I'm as good as I can be. And uh, I still feel the exact same in the car. I don't really, uh, I don't, really, uh, I, don't know, I don't think I, I dwell on anything in the car or anything like that. I just uh, focus on each race and give it everything I can, you know. So I'm uh, definitely not afraid to stick my nose in anywhere yet and uh, keep racing as hard as you can. Everyone knows me for that.
1: <laughs> no doubt. Boy, you, you, you got that one. That's for sure. Um, we always we, This is a question we always ask California guys. But I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to ask you. And it's a state of racing up in the upper Midwest. Uh, you got river cities. There's the NOSA tour up there. Obviously, Huset's coming back is good for everybody. How, how are things up in your neck of the wood? The state of sprint car racing up in the up in the northern Midwest. How are things?
7: I think it is good as it has ever been before ever. I mean the uh, the quality, the numbers are there. We're having uh, good fields pretty much everywhere you go, and. In general, I'd say the quality, the bar has been raised in the Midwest um, quite a bit over the last 10 years, you could say. Um, I mean, just a few years ago, I went and I won every race, I think, at River City Speedway one summer. And, and now that all the youngsters are uh, getting getting stuff figured out and they're, they're building some speed. And I think I've only picked off two or three or three of them, I think, here this year. So um, just the, uh, the overall quality and numbers of cars have gone way up over the last 10 years. And uh, it's good to see. The sport is thriving right now. Um, especially with Houston Speedway opening up here, that's uh, that's created a lot of uh, opportunities for a lot of these guys. They can run up here in Grand Forks on Friday and then uh, shoot down there on Sunday and then plus pick up a NOSA show usually somewhere on Saturday. So, um, And then also it's a great opportunity for the Knoxville guys to come over as well. So,
2: Yeah, it's great to see in the Midwest. Now, how's everything off track? I think that at one point when you were injured, weren't you building a new shop or moving? Wasn't there a bunch going on when, when you got hurt?
7: Um, that was before. Before I got hurt actually in 2018 when I switched teams I had to uh, basically uh, ended up moving houses and shops and all kinds (laughs) of stuff all within like a month and a half and uh, changing everything around but yeah everything off the track everything's busy as heck you know I run this uh, radiator shop where we do uh, complete auto repair and also fix a lot of uh, air conditioners and heaters and uh, radiators and all that kind of stuff and that's uh, busy as heck we're booked out about three weeks right now and also run the bail bond business, and uh, the whole COVID really uh, hurt that business over the last few years with uh, them not arresting people or giving everybody free passes. But that's uh, that's starting to come around now, and that's picking up. So, got the uh, got my kiddos racing go-karts still, so they're uh, we're having fun with that. We got one weekend left. This weekend is the last weekend for that. So, and uh, yeah, just uh, just enjoying life other than racing as much as we can, you
1: know. What's it like as a dad watching kids race? <laughs>
7: It's enjoyable. I mean, it's fun, but it's, it's probably more, I think I'm probably more nervous or more nerve wracked with, uh, with them racing than I am when I'm out there. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's good fun. It's fun to watch them grow and learn and, uh, see their improvements throughout the year and, uh, just kind of uh, go along with the flow and have some fun with it. You know,
1: sounds like a good time. That's for sure. Yeah. Mark was the guy. Mark was the guy that came home. Uh, I'll never forget this. Came (laughs) home came home to his wife and said a couple of things that we need to do here. And, uh, Uh, I'm going to uh, start our own race team. We're going to start our own team Um, and we need to do it with our own shop. And so we need to move. We need to build a race shop and we need to build a race team. And the season starts in four weeks. And I'm just like, walk that one through the front door of the house. And uh, you did, she did. And here you are. So I think that's pretty awesome.
7: She has been a great sport, sport the whole time of my race career and been uh, right beside me. So she, uh, she knows that we're gonna figure things out, so she usually uh just jumps on and helps out where she can and uh we send uh manage through and get everything done so mm. it was uh yeah it was it was a crazy time there, but i'm uh very proud of uh, where we came from and where, we, uh, where we're sitting at now.
1: Yeah, when you laid that yeah. on us in 2018, I said, oh, boy, this is not going to end well. And yeah. it turns out it ends really good. That's good. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Mark, again, looked, uh, I, I love uh, opening up the papers and checking out and seeing results and seeing you winning races. I think that is so, so cool. And uh, Congratulations on the success, and we wish you continued success as the uh, balance of the season unfolds.
7: All right. Sounds good. Thanks for the phone call. And uh, it was good to talk to you guys. I know, I know if I'm talking to you, I'm doing something right. We're winning some races. So it's. Uh, I love talking to you guys. Let's do it more next year.
1: <laughs> That's right. We'll do that. We'll plan on that. That sounds good, Mark. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Man, oh, man. Dynamite Mark Dobmeier. They just don't come any better mm-hmm. than him, do that. He is wide open. I cannot imagine when he laid that out, he laid that out yeah. because it was that 13, it was the other team that had gone out of business, yep. the Buffalo Wild Wing owned team. I went out of business, yep. like, in the, the team, like, in April. And he's like, we need to form a team, we need to build a race shop, and we're going to build a brand new house. And I'm just like, dude. I mean, <laughs> like his, his wife has got to be St. Matera. I mean, it's just, <laughs> that's unreal. You know, I mean, but look at him, and then, yeah. and then, like, and then he has the injury, the back injury, mm. and he's coming back now, and here he is, right yep. back. We're right back where we were at two or three and years let's ago. not
2: Forget his bail bond stories. Bail
1: bond stories, yes, exactly, <laughs> chasing people off from buildings and everything else. You know, I mean, COVID <laughs> kind of ruined that business. <laughs> yes. but uh, Getting them a free get out of fab, but now we're getting back to now we're getting back to the bail bond business, getting back to where it's supposed to be. Uh. I love Mark Dobmeier. I love chatting with him. His story, his passion for the racing, his skills are just unreal. You put him dollar for dollar. I'm telling you what, if you're going to go run a bull ring in America, that's one of the guys that you want yeah. driving your race car. That is that guy is that guy is stout. He really is. Man, oh man. Oh my gosh. I just, who else can we call? We're having so Seriously. much fun here. Who else? Who Someone else? else with a nickname. Someone else with a nickname. Gotta have a nickname. Exactly. <laughs> Gotta have a nickname. You know, Flow Racing is the ultimate digital home track for race fans everywhere. Subscribe today and stream over 1,300 race events live and on demand. Flow Racing is something for everyone, like NASCAR, weekly racing series action. Drag racing, off-road, and sprint car racing, as we all know. So much over there. Learn more at flowracing.com forward slash go MRN. That's flowracing.com forward slash go MRN. National Sprint Car Hall of Fame birthday calendar. Yesterday, Willie Davis. Love that they posted this. Brent Kading. Mm-hmm. Man, talk about good folk. Uh, Brent Kading. Uh, later this week, Earl Halliquist, Larry Dixon, Bill Utz, Roy Bud Grim, Hector Honori, John Pageant, Art Pillsbury, Sammy Sessions. Today, uh, Burt Emick. And I did not even make my notes on it. But Burt Emick, uh, one of the original founders of the All-Star Tour. Mm -hmm. And when you think about the All-Stars, the All-Stars have been around longer than even the World of Outlaws. They're the original touring series, as Blake tells us, when we're getting ready for that lap. But it takes so many people like Burt Emick that build these series that now we just take for granted. Yeah. And can you imagine what that was like? Yeah, we're going to get a bunch of guys. We're going to go run around Ohio and Pennsylvania. What? What are you going to do? You've lost your mind, Bert. You've lost your mind. But um, that is so cool. So, and, and that's the beauty of it. The Sprint Car Hall of Fame, we 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 marvel at. And we get a chance here on Wing Nation to talk to drivers a lot of times. But there's so many people, like Bert Emick, uh, mm-hmm. founder of the All-Star Circuit of Champions, that, that give us the platform for... Uh, guys like Sunshine and Justin Pack and, yep. and and guys like that to race. It's so phenomenal, and their lives are forever enshrined at the Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, one Sprint Car place in Knoxville, Iowa. Aaron, the 14th annual Sprint Car Raffle. Oh, here it is. Your chance. Yep. See, I think. See, I think if you win that. You need to gift it to Jeff Gordon and see if Ray oh, Everham boy. wants to be his oh, crew chief. Oh
2: boy! Oh gosh! I don't know about that. I think you need to get in the car. Remember, we've we've talked about this. You're, well, that
1: way I can. You're the driver. The, I can put to practice all those things that I told Devin. Yeah, Borden, that strategy he needs to do. you gave him for the Tusky the 50. Strategy I gave Devin Borden. Let's we'll see, see you just follow, Lance <laughs> follow Lance <laughs> Deweese. Follow Lance Deweese. Put
2: you out there and say follow Lance. Here yeah, you go. Yeah,
1: right. Follow Lance. Uh, exactly. yeah.
2: Triple X chassis, Moyle racing engine. Tickets are twenty dollars each, or six for a hundred. Drawing is December 16th, www.sprintcarraffle.com.
1: No doubt about it. Become a member also of the Sprint Car Hall of Fame for $25. Uh, you can uh, all kinds of deals there Sprint Car HOF or Sprint Car Raffle or SprintCarscuff.com oh. is their souvenir store. Um, <sighs> Woo, man, Aaron, we are living right this weekend. 68th annual Gold Cup weekend at Chico, California for the World of Outlaw and Noss Energy Drink Sprint Cars. 15 years ago, the mention of that would send chills of Sprint Car fans. Five years ago, the mention of that would be like, Eh. yeah, another show. Uh, The good old days are back, and they're coming back full force, courtesy of Kyle Larson, Brad Sweet, and Colby Copeland out there, because the Gold Cup is back, baby, and it is locked and loaded. Wednesday night, Sprint Car Challenge. Plus, Kyle Larson Racing, plus a Tim Duggar concert. I was listening to Tim on my Spotify on the back porch last night. I love Tim Duggar music. Man, Tim's great. Thursday and Friday prelims, full World of Outlaw programs. Thursday is a glow party, and after Saturday night, it's back. $5,000 to win Uh... bikini contest. Man, they're just lucky I'm not out there. (laughs) They're just lucky I'm not out there. I'll tell you what, I could do a lot with five grand. Um, I don't think the world's ready for that. Saturday night, $25,000 to win the Gold Cup. So good, Aaron, to see their passion, Colby, Brad, and Kyle, and their desire to again make this the premier World of Outlaws sprint car race on the West Coast. They've got some challengers up north at Skagit. looks like they're not going to sit around or anything like that. Peter Murphy, you know he's not going to sit around either, but it is good. Look, I just hit that button and just dropped myself right (laughs) there. I just did that. Don't you see that? If you're listening, uh, if you're listening, you didn't see it. But yeah, oh, those buttons on the bottom of the chairs. Yeah. And I just literally. I didn't even it see all of a sudden. I
2: looked over and you yeah, were down
1: there. There we go. Yes. there we go. We're back to normal again.
2: Yes, you no, know, it is great to see the Gold Cup. When I got to run it back in '04, it was it was still a very big event. I mean, the crowd was huge. There was, there was bikini contests, parties, the whole deal. So it's nice to see that it's becoming what it deserves to be once again.
1: So while the West Coast is losing their mind in Chico, the East Coast is going to be losing their mind yep. at Port Royal. The 55th annual Tuscarora 50, All-Star Circuit of Champions shows, Thursday night, 8000 to win. Friday night, the night before, fifty, ten thousand 10000 to win. And then the big one, $55,000 to win the Tuscarora 50. Man. Mm they've been hating on each other in Pennsylvania for five grand to win. It's going to be long. real big. This is going to be epic. It really is. I just can't imagine who's going to win this thing because it's such a strategy race, such a challenge. Logan Wagner's the defending champion of the race. And boy, I'm telling you what, yeah, I wouldn't be betting against that Zemco car either. Man, i Wagner mm-hmm. gets around there. You know, ah, we have Lance DeWeese is on our weekend program. And we were talking about the 55 laps. He mentioned Mike Wagner. You think about Mike, that is, that's right in his yeah. wheelhouse. A veteran like that is in his wheelhouse yep. as well. Um, I just that's, that's why the touch score of 50 is fantastic. So it's going to be great, that's for sure. Northwest Ohio, Friday night, championship night at Attica, featuring Tim Schaefer is going to be there as well. Saturday night, the Attica Fremont Championship Series championship night at Fremont. And the IRA is the Jerry Rickert Memorial up at Cedar Lake. Always love that race yep. uh, for Jerry. Um, so cool that... Um, uh, Brooke Tatnall has won it the last few years or last year yep. and a couple other times. His wife, of course, daughter of Jerry. Yep. And um, I just think that that's a fun event over at Cedar How
2: about Lake. Brooke wrapping up the championship at Houston? I
1: know. Brooke Tattnall, the champion up yeah. there. I'm not, I, we ran out of time. We're way over on time. We're way over on time. Over on time. We, we ended up with an extra guest, which is great. We can always talk to extra people. Uh, that's no problem. We're way over time. But I was gonna ask I actually asked Bob Meyer about all these, these darn kids up there also. Yeah. You know, because he's dealing with Tim's and Johnson and and uh Corey Day decides he's gonna yep. come over and do everything. And I was gonna ask Mark about that. But then he talked about how the their kids up there, their local racers, are really getting their getting their yeah. act together. So fun stuff. Man, we're at a good spot with sprint car racing. Of course we better be at a good spot in about six weeks we'll be <laughs> mourning the fact that we don't have sprint car races. So it's coming to an end, but boy, it is coming to a spectacular end, that's for sure. We are busy all week long on social media Twitter, Facebook, the YouTube page. You can shop for Wing Nation gear at shopwingnation.com, shopwingnation.com, or this weekend at Port Royal Speedway, the Tom Book, Justin Peck Motorsports trailer. Go see Sky there. She'll be at Port Royal all week long. This week on Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit, we mentioned it Lance DeWeese, Wednesday night on Rev. Friday and Saturday on Mav. Aaron, what a treat. What a great show. a fun show. Man, that was fun. Talking to Devin Borden, talking to Tim Schaefer and Mark Dobmeier. Daredevil, Steel City Outlaw, and Dynamite. Wow. That is cool. <laughs> that is cool. From the Queen of Speed over there. Yep. That's right. The Queen or of the Speed. Or the First Lady. The First Lady. That's that right. was the official exactly. Johnny Gibson. Johnny Gibson was the First Lady. Yep. Exactly. And I'm the postman. Nothing to do with racing at all. Nothing to do with racing at all. Still looking for my first start. Hey, we appreciate you joining us. I do want to say this. Uh, we've talked about this at the beginning of the year. Young Hank, our new producer, has got a great opportunity, and this is his final show producing with us. So, Hank, we love you to death. Thank you so much. You've, you've got some, some of your creative ideas here have been great. Mm-hmm. And we, I, told him, I told him when he announced he was leaving, we're going to steal some of his ideas, but uh, we wish you the best, Hank, going forward. Uh, Craig is back with us. Oh, Craig yeah. is back with us for the balance Sorry, of the year. Thank Craig. I think, uh, for the you balance know, of the have year. To deal so with us. All good stuff, but uh, appreciate Hank and all of his efforts this year as we have rolled through the season. She's Aaron Evernham. I'm Steve Post. Thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires.